so quiet. Welcome. Hey, fiends. Welcome <laughs> back to another episode of Let's Get Spooky. That's perfect. We're rolling with that. Okay. And on today's episode, we are talking about medical. Medical, uh, you know, the... <laughs> The history of, well, because the history of medicine, medical procedures, medical. I was um, saying, what should we call this episode? And we're like, medical shit. Well, no, because like, things. I, because I have a fascination with uh, medical uh, ways of handling, you know, stuff we deal with now or ailments and, and like wounds. And everyone, no matter what, humanity has dealt with wounds. They've helped, dealt with like, disease and um, getting their fingers chopped off by whatever war cries and, and cuts and bullshit they've been going and through. you're fascinated by it. So like you're not. I am. And I'm actually like, I am both fascinated and terrified because I'm on the opposite spectrum where in present day, I don't like going into hospitals and such, but I have always, um, as a person, I've been drawn to like collecting medical antiques and looking into like old um, practices of like amputation and, and like tools. Like I literally have like bone saws in my apartment and you like know, weird. And the, I brought some things average, for us. Some but little, some props today's for episode later. is mainly about like, you know, the history of not modern medicine. Cause that we're not going to prescribe everyone Tylenol and call it a day. And, well, and, now we yeah. know so much about things. Whereas like in the past they were misdiagnosing people. Yeah. They were like cutting people's like parts of their brains out and because they thought that would fix it. Yep. Whereas now we know so much more and we can treat things better. I mean, I would like to think we can treat things better. We're, we're a little bit better than the 1800s. Yeah, the 1900s. So we're a little more advanced. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess like every episode, we kind of start relating our topic to um, not necessarily current horror movies, but things in the horror genre. Exactly. So we both have some horror films that relate to our topic. Um, very first one obviously goes all the way back to 1931 is Frankenstein, Yes, uh, which is one of the classics that pretty much everyone that loves horror knows this film. Um, but modern day movies, I guess one of them that I would say is probably for me, the one that like grosses me out the most, I was doing my research and I'm like, I didn't really initially think about it, but I think it's because I've blocked it from my mind because it was so traumatic is the human centipede, which is so fucking fucked up on many levels of uncertainty that I have yet to comprehend. It's, it's I haven't finished, I've never finished the movie. Really? I cannot. Like, I, I remember watching it at a party and I don't know oh, why. It's definitely not things, a party movie. Of all the things, no, it was a very strange party and, <laughs> and like, it just was playing and I was like, what is, it was on a projector wall. It wasn't even on a real screen. I was just like, oh, so what it was is a giant human? It was a giant wall? and it Gross. was, it was jarring. And I was like, what is this? And I was a little bit drunk, but, um, my friends were like, just Google it. Google, look at the Wikipedia. And no, I was, don't Google it. I was it. like, no. whoa. Um, so really like a moral of the movie is like, if you're ever lost in another country, we're like, I don't forget where they in sweet Sweden. They I were like in some other European, some country. European country. Yeah. Um, if your car breaks down and there's like just conveniently like a house and there's like a creepy man, don't trust him. He's probably going to drug you and turn you into a human centipede. What do you doubt? Don't trust a creepy man. I mean, but to be fair, like he had a really nice place. He was a little creepy, but I would have That sounds not... like all the sugar dyes of LA. <laughs> he had a nice place. He had a nice place. He was a little creepy, but he had what I needed. Oh, and then he gave me a drink and yeah, then I was drugged. And then, and then my mouth was attached to somebody's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and and my that's life was when ruined. life sucks. Literally. 
literally. Yeah. And like when you think about the concept of that movie is like it's I, I don't like centipedes. Who first wrote of all. that? I don't remember. Um, I know that it actually I don't know because I meant to write the year. Because we it don't want to know. We don't really want to Google that man. But or woman. It, like think about that. Okay, if you had to be part of the human centipede, this is getting real. What what part would you be? Would you be? I the would front? be at the front. Obvious. I like that. I would be the front. So if we had a battle, why would for you who not was, be at the front? I mean, if you had, what if we had to fight you each other? You cannot for the front? want to be in the middle, and you don't want to be at the back. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to be in the middle or the back, but someone like there's three of us in this room, and if we had to fight over who would be the front, middle, and the back, who I feel like I have the mental and muscular capacity to destroy you guys, and I'd be at the front. Wait, how, what does your your muscular capacity have to do with being? I mean, the front? I can I can throw. I have picked up an 160 pound man. Oh, you did the him. you did the um since last time we talked, you did the Spartan race. Yeah, I did. how did that go? It went good. <laughs> you it didn't don't. Does sound very convincing? I didn't die. No, I didn't die. I uh, I you finished? Uh, yeah, I did. Congratulations! I wouldn't have. I would have died. I wouldn't have finished. You would have had to. But drag I me. like so. I have a background in like running a lot. You so, do run a lot. You'd be like, oh, I, I ran seven I'm miles running this from morning. my problems. I'm running from my, uh, my from your life, from my from Dorito intake, my the Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, I'm just kind of constantly running. So I think that because you finished a Spartan race, I guess that you would be in the running for first of the human centipede. But I mean, I want to be first too. But if we had to fight for it, you'd probably beat me. So. I guess middle would be better than being if it last. Was, it depends on what it's based off of. If it's based off of Instagram followers, you would be in the running. Do I get to be the front? Oh, yes. I would be in the middle, which sucks. Cameron would be last. So I would still be He's fucked. All, no. um, well, regardless, I don't want to be any part of the human centipede. No. And then didn't they make, there was a fault, there was a second one? I think there was a human centipede I too. don't know. I have never wanted to look at more. I didn't watch it. I don't like centipedes and I don't like the idea of humans being a centipede. So no. we're going to say, although- Kudos to the no-no <laughs> on the human centipede. We don't like it. We but don't like it. in the medical horror genre, it definitely yeah. finds a place there. Um, another older one that had a remake recently, I think the remake was like a couple years ago, 2017, but Flatliners, which uh, the original came out in 1990. I don't know if you've seen that one. No. Uh, so it's basically, it's Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, and then Julia Roberts. There's like two other people, but I don't remember- um, are basically like they're medical students and they're playing with the idea of like medically induced death. Mm -hmm. So they basically kill themselves to figure out what happens in the afterlife. And then they do the little, what do you call them? The paddles, bring them back to life. Um, but because they're playing with death, um, weird shit starts happening to them and they all start kind of dying off. So they're figuring out like, obviously don't screw with that. Yeah. Um, but there was a remake recently and it, I don't remember who was in it. I didn't think it was that great. The original was still the best. Um, but again, that idea of like medicine and horror, which mm -hmm. is a fascination that we have, not necessarily even in the horror genre. There's like how many medical shows on TV? People are fascinated with seeing other people go through. Yeah, stuff. there's a lot of weird shit on the internet yeah. in various forms. My favorite was like... And it came out in 2016 was a cure for wellness, which didn't get great reviews, but it was visually. I, I haven't seen that. It's so good. So like it, it's weird because it got like, I think it was like 62% on 
or six point two, like on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Like people just didn't like it, and I don't know why because it was so. I mean, I feel like six point two is was, not terrible it was on Rotten fucking Tomatoes. Beautiful, and the way that it was shot, it felt like a Guillermo del Toro film because it was just very like it was just very well done, and it had um, it was basically it was shot and direct. It was directed by uh, Gore Verbinski, and um, it was like. The CEO of a financial company, he goes to this like wellness center to get treated. And so they send one of their other employees to go and get him because they're like, where the fuck is he? So he goes and he goes to this facility and it like kind of looks like this like happy little place where everyone's like holding up their yoga balls and they're like, look at us, oh, we're like getting treated. We're cured. Yeah. yeah. And so like he quickly finds out that it's not a place that you're getting treated, you're kind of getting worse. So he tries to escape and he um, ends up getting in a car crash and his legs are like destroyed. And so he's stuck there. And so he's like constantly like wobbling around and he realizes that like the water is toxic. So are they keeping people sick? They're keeping people sick, which is the irony because it's called like a cure for wellness. And it was based off of the book, like the magic mountain huh. that was written in 1924. But like, um, they also are conducting a shit ton of medical experience where they're like putting people in these like I forget what they're called. I don't know the proper term, but it's like these giant like they look like submarine caskets and they're just they're basically sucking the the good shit out of the humans and taking that. And then they're also like feeding other people the bad water and weird. It's so a very bizarre but beautiful movie it's kind of like that idea and you see this happen in actual real life which it's really sad like people making um whether it's relatives or like loved ones like making them sick so that they can keep them like to treat them yeah that was um, like the um what's that new Hulu ellie? show well no the, oh, remember eli. that movie eli eli i yeah. always get that wrong it's ellie. not ellie it's, it's eli. eli but um no it was the same thing we're like they always like they're like oh like you're sicker than you are. Yeah, there was a there's a show on and I can't remember the name and the actress shaved her head for it as a Hulu show and it was that basic idea of like the mom making her sick to basically take care of her. Yeah, and it's that sense of need. So we see that happen in like we're talking about horror movies which are made up, but you see it happen in real life, which is obviously like super traumatic and super sad. But it's that that need to be needed yeah, and like so much so that you are afraid that that person will run away from you. Yeah. Six cents. Yeah. Um, that's a huge, yeah, that's a huge, the six cents is like such a great horror film or I guess is it horror or technically thriller film? Um, and it's kind of along the lines of also get out, which is a newer one that a lot of people yeah. like there was rave reviews about get out and it's like that psychological, medical in the sense that it's messing with the brain. Um, and for me, when I watched that movie, it was not what I anticipated being at all. Spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen any of these films, we're going to talk for about like it. almost a year though. Not for a while. Um, but the idea of someone going into your brain and messing with your brain yeah. and you being unaware of what's happening. And uh, that movie is, I guess it was kind of profound for the time. It was something that came out, I think it was a Sundance film. Mm -hmm. um, and people didn't really like, have high expectations or really know what to expect. Um, and it's basically the idea of the, I think the dad was a neurosurgeon and the mom was a psychotherapist. So um, this white family, um, this the daughter has a black boyfriend and makes him think that it's the first African-American boyfriend that she's had. And as he comes to uncover that is this like 
whole dark underground of what the family is doing to people. And as, as things start slipping out, he starts realizing what's going on and kind of figures it out. Um, but what was really cool is as I watched the film, I had no idea what was happening, yeah. which I loved. And a lot of the times I- Was that us or Get Out? Uh, get Out. Okay. Yeah. Um, us, I guess, was kind of on the similar like psychological thing, but not so much medical. Us Whereas, had just medical scissors, and that's why. Yeah, it just had gold that's scissors. That's why I was just like, oh, wait. We like scissors. <laughs> we do like scissors. Um, no, Get Out was kind of like an iconic moment for Jordan Peele, too. For sure. Like, he's, that was his big Put him on the nugget. map, for yeah. sure. Um, so, as far as any, do you have, I think, did you have another? Show no, that was like my main one. That was, and what that was, was like again? a cure for wellness, cure for which wellness. you should see. I will watch it. It's really fucking great. And then we'll watch Human Centipede. No, we won't. <laughs> no, we will not. Um, so I know that you have a list of like a weird medical. I have a lot of weird lists. So, okay. So backstory is like I collect. This is like, this is what's like weird about me. Is because when I was growing up, like a lot of people wanted me to be like these prestigious things. Like they wanted me to be like a lawyer and like, or a doctor. And I was always like, I fucking hate blood. And I, I don't like, like I actually pass out in hospitals. I have a very hard time with like, and I have a story that's kind of funny because when I was living in New Hampshire, my friend, um, she was having a baby and, um, I went into the hospital and it was like, it was probably like six hours after she had, she had the fucking kid. It was popped so you, out. Yeah, it was already. I didn't you see know, the it. Kid was I, didn't, popped out. I didn't see it come out. It was already done. It was it out was already. Baked and I fully baked child. There's something about the atmospheres of like hospitals that just make me feel really sick. And the so energy is very. Went in the room, heavy. saw the child. Um, Did it look like Baby Yoda? No, I wish. <laughs> Passed out instantly on the couch. Really. Just like it was like hot flashes. Wait, why? Like it wasn't what made you pass well, out. I think it's the atmosphere. It's the atmosphere of like the um the sterileness of like the place and like the smells and all that. Yeah. And then hospitals make me really I sad. I don't know what the fuck it was, but then I woke up and I knew that she knew that I don't like kids. And so she thought the whole time that I thought her kid was ugly as shit. And I, I was like trying to explain, I'm like, it's not that your kid looks ugly, it's that I have a personal problem and that I- I just don't like hospitals. I, just, I don't like hospitals. And that was like a thing, but like, it was like, my whole life has been like people being like, you should be a doctor, you should do this. And then like, now I collect medical antiques and I'm really fascinated by like, really like 18th century procedures and like what people were doing and like now how that it's transformed into things that are actually helpful versus- lethal right hence my um christmas white elephant or spooky white elephant i got an Your x-ray leg. and a baby and leg, a baby leg yeah which, i mean i love it it's perfect well but the thing is is like things were fucked up in the past and i, ha- I do have a list because i am while i have a plethora of knowledge in my brain i uh, also like to find like the weird things online what i collect is different from what i can find on the internet so some of my favorite tools was the whoa the trephine and what does the trephine do it was something that made a hole in the brain as a pain oh, reliever it was the it was like a mental crank, disorders. right Where so they basically like, people would have mental disorders like people who had depression people who had anxiety people who just had like 
literally like migraines like yeah. they were like oh Headaches. you have a migraine let's drill a hole in your head right and like, they was like they thought they were relieving the pressure and they would actually was that the thing that like cored out pieces it says of the brain it had a manually powered drill with a cylindrical blade that was used to open the skull the spike it. in the center was used to hold the blade in place while cutting was it the best cure one? no i wish oh. i can't fucking find well, yeah one. they're probably really hard to find then there was something called the tonsil guillotine which is like a traditional guillotine um, it was able to remove both tonsils at the same time. Tonsils were replaced by other methods due to a high rate of blood loss during the procedure and frequent tonsil remainings that were left in the mouth. So basically it would like go in and be like, like and just it would chop, chop them it. off. And then there would obviously be a lot of bleeding. So they'd have right. to like, you know, figure out how to and they're fix way that. back there. Well, and then like to kind of go back to what we were talking about at the beginning is they were doing these things. They were like, oh, there's a problem there. Let's just cut it off. Whereas yeah. now they say it's actually really bad to remove your tonsils. Like if you can keep them, they don't. They I don't got do mine. That. You got yours? Yeah, I have mine. Yeah. They don't remove them. And you got a matching hat. Yeah. You got a matching tonsils. Yeah. So funny story. I went to go uh, get Ashley downstairs and we, we literally, you've Which never, I've worn, this never hat. worn this fucking hat. I wear this hat. I've never. Kind of oft, like when I don't have my it's regular big hat on. and it's obnoxious, and we feel like paper boys. Yeah, so we're like matching newsboy hats, and we're going with it. Yeah, we're going with it. We, we're good. We love it. And then one of my other favorites is the bloodletting fleam, which could be actually another name for a band. That we yeah, should think I like about. It. Blood yeah, the bloodletting flame. flame. That could flame. be an, an song um, or an album. Bloodletting was a cure back in the day to balance a person's humors, which. It's ironic because if someone tried to balance my humor, they'd be fucked. Um, <laughs> no balance in that humor. This triangular blade was used for a specific purpose. To cure those humors, the blade pressed into the vein, allowing access blood to drain out of the body until healthily singunity has been restored. I don't know what any of that means, to be honest. <laughs> oh, like I think it's bloodletting. Yes. Which was a common thing. Right. Essentially, like it was a tool to with a lot of that. with a lot of medical um issues, bloodletting was a thing. Yeah. Where they would just be like, Okay, we'll we'll take four liters out of you. Yeah, you'll see be how fine. you feel. Yeah, but you'll be good. You, have you ever given blood? Yes, it sucked. It was so I've given blood quite a few times. Well, when I was younger, we had like the blood truck or whatever they, the blood, blood drive. It's like the ice cream truck. <laughs> it's the blood instead, truck. instead of them giving you ice cream, you give them you blood. Give, you give, or, they give yeah. you orange juice and a, a stale cookie. Yeah. Um, so the blood drive truck or whatever, what the hell was it called? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Blood they would come to the co to the school and you would donate blood. And so I did it a couple of times until they find out, they found out I was anemic and they're like, your blood's no good to us. So yeah. I wasted it. I'm basically anemic too. This I'm not why. anymore, but I used to be, but I just remember, um, kind of circling back to things that I'm afraid of that I didn't know that I was afraid of. So I'm needles don't really bother me. The only thing that bothers me is when they can't find the vein. And if you've seen dude, my arms, dude, my, no one can find my veins. My veins are so literally I, like pulsating in front of your eyes. You can't miss them. like, okay. Like disclaimer, like by day I work in a nutrition company and there are people who have will draw blood. And my friend was looking at my hand and they're like, or my arm, like right here. They're like, we, Probably Wait, let find me your see band. yours. Like it's not. Like oh there's yeah, nothing. Like, like I look have, at mine. No, you is like have good pulsating. veins. Mine, mine are like. But thick how? But I how have do cabbage you, patch doll arms. How like, do they miss that? And like they, they would come to. You the, have good ones. They would come to the school, and I'm like, can I just do it? Because I, I don't have understand. No veins. I can kind Leanna. of see the no. a little one, but that's not like a good blood giving vein. Um, so I'm going to die. I would almost pass out every time. 
and then they would give me the orange juice and I don't really like orange juice and then the cookie and they'd be like, have this and you'll be fine. So I had quite a few traumatic experiences giving blood and I don't care for it. It hurts. It's painful. Speaking of blood, I bought this item and I purchased it. Where the fuck did I purchase it? I think I got it in Seattle. Are we doing an, an unboxing? Well, kind of. This is like, but it's not sponsored because this is from. I can hold it. You want me to hold the mic for you? No, I'm gonna okay. bump it up like a mofo. Hold it up. We're gonna get it in right here. It's it's basically a pressure points for controlling arterial bleeding. Wait, so what? I've never opened this. It's for it's wrapping. Um, so basically, like if you're bleeding a shit ton, it's a this, tourniquet. Yeah, and I've never opened this before. Maybe it's not ideal. I don't even know what it is. It could just be a piece of ribbon. <laughs> it is. It well, is. no, it's not it's, just a piece of ribbon. It's, it's a belt. It's a there's tourniquet. A, it's a oh belt. Oh my god! There's tweezers for your eyebrows and there's scissors. But anyways, so you know what this is? It's literally this is the shittiest <laughs> pair of scissors I've ever seen. How much Merry you pay? Christmas. How much did you pay for this? Hold um, twelve dollars. It's it's a tourniquet. So it's literally like just isn't a that piece an of, Evanescence song? I don't think so. It's a belt, essentially, to to pull, to close off your blood flow. Not that I shopped at Hot Topic, but... um, But, I mean, Well, this is essentially... really terrible. No, those are nice. I got a nice little... No, they're not. What could that cut? That could cut a vanilla Vienna finger. That could cut hair. Those are, like, Stairs at the Bosch. (laughs) But, anyways... The tweezers are questionable. This was something where I bought it, and I thought it was cool... Because it was like vintage and shit. No, you know what? You just got ripped off. They so just this got. Is, this is a so this is an example of rip off. But the next thing I'm going to show you is really cool. Let me here. You put this in. I'll there. put your kit back together. The next thing I'm going to show no, you. I'm just going to put it over here. Ow! Sorry, table. I didn't really mean to apologize to you because you're not getting hurt. How much um, did you pay for that? Do you remember? Twelve doll hairs. Okay. <laughs> Total. Did you save your receipt? You should return it. Tax. The next thing I'm going to show you is really cool. It is. Ooh, that looks ooh, ow. fun. Don't hurt yourself. It's myself in the nuts. <laughs> Don't hit your nuts. Don't hit your nuts. Not to confuse with your nuts. This is, what do you think this is? I think that is a, I feel like it goes up your nose. No. Get a piece of brain. You're wrong. No, what does it do? This is a flesh stretcher. So what I've been told, maybe they told me this wrong, so I'd buy it. So Where did basically, you buy that and for how much? I don't remember. Um, at an antique store. Basically, what they would do is like when you're getting a surgery. So say like oh. you had to go in, they like go like this and they open the flesh. Yeah. So they're just like, um, and then they, it's like the little uh, the reverse pliers, right? Yeah. That, like so they're just like, oh, we need to see more of this hose arm, and then they go whoop, <laughs> and they open it all up. So I don't know whose hose arms this has been in or on. Or did you disinfect that before no. you brought it here? Great. I've used this on shoots where people put it in their eyes. Oh, that's sh- not good. Yeah, but this it is looks special cool. to me because. So it it's was, a skin stretcher. Yeah, because skin it, opener. It was literally given to me because no one wanted it. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. So anyways, I... It doesn't look like it stretches very much. But though. I have things in my apartment. I have this thing for your mouth. And it, it reminds me of that, it. The, the thing that people do, um, like when you go to the dentist to open your mouth. I have something like that, and it's from the 1920s. And it, I've used it for shoots, too. Like, And it's just obscene. And then I have old, like formaldehyde bottles. I have... Um, Old syringes, like those are really fascinating to me because they're fucked up and like really nasty. Um, 
Yeah, and I have bone saws. Bone saws. I've seen your bone saws. Bone saws are, are pretty cool. Bone saws are cheap. On are the, they really? Yeah. I mean, I don't really know very many people on the market for bone saws. Bone saws, it's weird because there's bone saws and then there's like these other ones that the bone saws that you can just buy regularly, they're very, um, they're one steel piece. The ones that they were using for amputations were almost like um, wood saws where like you would have like the middle kind of open and then there would be the, the teeth and then it would right. go around. And yeah. What like does the, the bone saw look like? Oh, it's, it's like, it's, it's like a solid piece. Solid yeah. There's a difference. Well, the, the bone saw connoisseur over here. I know. Um, so I think the only time that I've ever been in a place where, um, I've seen like old medical tools is in new Orleans. They have the pharmacy museum. So they have a bunch of like, I want to go there tools. Um, it's really cool. They have a bunch of like, old medical things that they actually found on the property. Um, and it was awesome. The tour is great. We saw so many cool things. The only downfall to that tour is I got poison ivy. Not from the pharmacy museum itself. It was from the backyard. You're sitting your butt on something wrong. I, I sat on like, there was like this little well or used to be a well thing in the back of the pharmacy museum. We were shooting a show and I sat on it and I didn't think anything of it. And I got like really gnarly, poison I'm assuming it was poison ivy like that's what I looked up that's what it looked like and it started off as like bug bite looking things that were very itchy and apparently when you itch poison ivy it spreads but I didn't know I had poison ivy and so I ended up having to go to like the doctor and the doctor was like I think that this could be poison ivy or it could be herpes. And I was like, sir. Like herpes? It is definitely the first one. Um, And he gave me like a Benadryl shot in this ointment, which didn't do anything. Um, Moral of the story, just don't get poison ivy. I don't know where I was going with that. Don't sit on a well, Well, honestly. It was like in a public area. There was like customers and stuff. So Customers of the well? Well, like it was in the back of the pharmacy museum where you could walk around. So I don't think it should have been there. When in doubt, don't sit on old shit that has not been sterilized. That's true. And there was like plants growing on it, but they're like, it would be really cool if you sat here. So I did. And then I had a really gnarly rash all over my body. Well, in the 18th century, they would treat that with very different things than they would now. And that's why- They would have probably gotten like a cheese grater and grated the skin off. That's kind of the thing that like fascinates me is like the- the progression of medical kind of advances. Cause like I was looking up me and my many lists. I was looking up like ways that um, common ways that people would relieve certain, you know, like issues. And there were some very strange ones that now you'd have been like, that's insane. Like the tobacco smoke enema. And it's exactly what you think it is. Wait, what? The tobacco smoke enema. No, I heard you. (laughs) Yeah. So in the late late 1700s, um, tobacco started arriving on the English shores from America. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, they would use it for ailments and it would be involving blowing smoke up a patient's <laughs> rectum. My, did you see my face the whole time was like, ah, So, no. and this is like one- this is a team effort, One right? graphic description from 1740 script. 1746, I can't even speak because it's so because funny. Because it's disgusting. One graphic description from 1740 script is- <laughs> 46 is described in the paper published, blah, blah, blah. A wife's man was pulled from the water, apparently dead. So this lady's dead. She's fucking dead. But this tobacco smoke You just said enema. a wife's man, right? Wait, what? 
It doesn't matter. A man's somebody's, wife. Somebody's dead. <laughs> that fucking shot killed me. A wife's man was pulled out from the fucking. A wife's man. <laughs> a man's wife. She dead <laughs> in the ocean. Pulled out of the ocean. <laughs> she she dead. dead. She fucking dead. So this is the this is the, the quote. Smoke up her ass. This is the quote. Literally, this is the quote. Amid much. <laughs> Amid much conflicting advice, a passing sailor proffered his pipe and instructed the husband to insert the stem into his wife's rectum, cover the bowl with a piece of perforated paper, and blow mm. hard. Miraculously, the woman revived. No. Yep. So we've been doing it all and wrong. And then in the early 1800s, they're like, oh, tobacco's not good for your ass. <laughs> So they stopped. Tobacco's not good for. It's not good for anything. It's not. They switched holes, but like <laughs> then it wasn't until the late nineteen whatevers until they realized uh, it's not good for anything. So, in other words, don't blow smoke up people's asses, yeah. figuratively or literally, because it doesn't work. But it doesn't just stop there, because then they were like, "Well, we're done with that. So let's think about um, our teeth health and." Why don't we uh, improve your smile with urine? And mm. so one of the ways, uh, well, it's like today, urine has obviously the use of getting out of you. Um, <laughs> don't want it back. You release it. Yeah. So they so, brush their teeth with piss? So they thought it whitened your teeth, mm. essentially. So okay. they were like, the ammonia helps with their stains, and which but, is bullshit because I'm like, how do they fucking know what okay, ammonia is? Okay, you pee in the toilet, and what happens? It turns the toilet yellow. Yeah. So why would you put that in your mouth? And well, it I guess reduces, it and it also toilet. reduced morning breath. So apparently, leaving urine to fester for some time gives the urea time to convert into ammonia, which is good for bleaching, which they thought would be good for teeth. Oh, so technically, it did actually so they didn't do what piss it piss in the toilet and then put it in their mouth. Yeah. Like they would. Give it the time it they deserves. They would let it cure yeah. yep. to its proper form and then brush the teeth. So I guess the idea of it makes sense, but the follow through of like, there's plenty of other things you can put in your mouth to whiten your teeth besides pee. Yeah, but that was Living something learning. where I was like, oh, we're using all the parts right now. Well, They if, didn't know what the body was. No. So they were using everything. But if you think about like all the things that we hear on the news or like in medical documentaries or research where they're like, this is great for you. And then a year later, they're like, this causes yeah. cancer. So, I mean, we don't ever really know for certain unless it's like a time thing. So we don't have enough time to really figure out I guess we do. Once you, we figure well, yeah, out it's like bad. It, it, for instance, like right now, like people are finding out that vaping isn't that great. Or they're getting like people are getting, people are getting popcorn lung. Yeah, but it's it's weird that it's like people in Canada are getting popcorn lung, like the things you get if you work in a popcorn factory here. But the people in the United States no, aren't wait, getting the same thing. No, wait, a popcorn factory? What the fuck are you talking about? It's because, yeah, it's called popcorn lung, right? Because they were ingesting the um, the chemicals. Yeah, and so it's called. They're breathing in the chemicals, so it's called. But it's popcorn not legitimate lung. popcorn from a popcorn factory. That's what it started from. Really, from the butter and the popcorn. Fuck the vapors in the popcorn, like that they have. Because I have many friends who are going to get popcorn lung. Well, but that's the thing, though. From you guys, better I've, stop. <laughs> from what I've heard, though, is the people. It's like people in Canada. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the there was kids in Canada that were getting it, and it's different than what uh, people are reacting to here. So I don't know if it's like the chemicals are different there. 
No, it's not. I swear I read Horse an article shit. about it. Horse shit. I don't know. I'm not I, a doctor. I think that like. Don't listen to me. Well, I, I honestly think it's like through the decades of time, like we have realized that like, you know, we need to advance our skills and like it's through error and trial, but it's like mainly error. We're like, okay, like vaping fucking hurts you. Well, and it's also like, it's the regulations too, because if you go to a, a medical marijuana shop that is licensed, um, they're required to have certain rules. Like yeah. it's like not necessarily like the FDA, but similar. Well, like there's rules and regulations. Nobody, but right. But if you're just getting your stuff from God knows where, and you yeah. don't know, there's no label on it. You don't know what it is. Um, like, I guess if the carrier oil on the vape is coconut oil versus whatever oil, canola canola, oil. yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Um, it all reacts differently. And kind of the shitty thing, I guess, is we realize these things over time. So you find out that this thing causes cancer when- It's kind of like the Four Loco effect. What is that? Well, do you ever have Four Loco? No. Okay. What well, I never had Four Loco, but it was a drink that back in college, because I was straight edge, so I didn't do it. Like an alcohol? But like, yeah, it was like banned. It was banned. Oh, yeah. Because it was so... Like an energy drink? Yeah, but it like made you crazy. And then they were like, oh, I guess this is kind of bad, right? Well, and was it like, called yeah. for loco or was yeah, that it was what it was? called for oh, loco because well, people were name. like hospitalized and shit. So I had one time and I don't... What the hell was it called? They were um, energy drinks, but they were in glass bottles. And I was working in an event and they had like a cooler, like a big like Doesn't igloo cooler. Sound kosher. Well, it just looked like a like a cream soda or whatever, and it was a really intense energy drink. And I thought it was like blue raspberry cherry pop. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have the clear one because it had no food coloring, but it tasted like cherry soda. And I'm just thinking it's regular, like, soda. Yeah. And it turns out it was like three times the energy of like a five-hour energy or a Red Bull. Motherfucker. My heart, like, and I don't drink energy drinks. I don't even, I like barely just started drinking coffee. So my heart was like pounding I remember going to the girl that I was working for and I was like, I, th I think I need to like take a break. And she looks over and she sees two empty bottles because they were like smaller bottles. She's like, you are having a heart attack. Yeah. And she's like, did you just drink that? And I was free. And then she makes me like panic thinking I need to go to the hospital. So I just ended up sitting down and it like it worked itself out of me. Yeah. But I for loco was anything like that. That was like I think for loco like put you in a coma and then you came back to life. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. I don't know if it still exists, but maybe if it does, we should try it. No, I don't think so. On the show. You could try it. I will watch you, and then I will hold on standby with 911. I think it'd be funny. Um, we just actually tried this amazing new Kraken Which, Black Roast Coffee Rum. It's so good. It's actually the first liquor I've had where I don't have to add ice or like anything else, really. One thing that I love, it is 66.6 .6 proof. Yes. Well done, Kraken. We love and Satan. it's black. It literally yeah, it's is black. Actually, I feel like I'm going to be bleeding black if I cut myself anytime it is, soon. It is very nice. It's very tasty. Uh, we highly recommend. Highly. Um, so I guess, what about weird medical things that have happened to us? So I- Do you have weird medical things? Well, I've had weird things. Like I had recently this year, like I had a sister moved out of me that had teeth in it. And that was a weird medical thing, yes, which I have not openly well, talked to, about. You have to explain more because just saying I had a cyst that yeah. had teeth in it is I had very perplexing. It was biting me. Um, so I have like bad endometriosis and I have polycystic um, ovarian disease. And so like, that means like obviously like my, um, 
my uterus has like um, extra layers and also like having cysts, um, it is like a big fucking flaming ball of bullshit. And, and you've had, always had this, right? I've, it's like I've a had it since thing. I was 18, but it's it was bad when I was 18. It's been getting progressively better. But so I went from having like 13 cysts in me and having my uterine wall being fucked up to like having them um, gradually, um, you know, they would burst or they would have to be removed. And so I got what to happens the, when that, like, what do you it, feel? It's kind what? of, you do feel, it's kind of a weird feeling and it depends on the severity and the, the, like the size of it, mm -hmm. but you will feel because it is, it can potentially kill you. So if it's big enough, because it's, it's different fluids, like the, it's releasing like yeah, toxins into your it's body. It's releasing toxins. So you can feel it. It feels almost like a cold heat, which is hard to explain, but you can tell when you need to go to the doctors or whatever. But I've been dealing but with this. But only if you know yeah. what it is, right? So like yeah. when you first had it, what was, what happened? Like, how did you find out that you had this? Um, I had been feeling like a shit ton of pain, to be honest. Like I was running a lot and it was when I was 18 where like I had lost a lot of weight because I was obese as a child. And so then I started running a lot and I was just like, I have a lot of like pain. Like in period my, pains? It, it felt like cramps on crack. Okay. Like it felt like cramps but I was carrying something and you could feel it, it like was the like it was it? piercing like it was oh, it was Lord. a different it was like someone stabbing me and I was just like it, it like at 18 you're like I don't think I need an ultrasound but like you that's what they recommend and, yeah. and that's when I found out and um yeah like it's been like a gradual decay literally of like cysts having to go away and um recently this year like I had been dealing with a lot of internal bleeding and so I was just like I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me like there's something a little off and I I don't know what I'm doing wrong because mm -hmm. I'm like I'm trying I'm stressed and I'm not sleeping a lot but that wouldn't cause internal bleeding right so then like I finally got an ultrasound and they were like you have a dermoid cyst and what that essentially is is it's a cyst that can carry um either hair follicles or like even like teeth and bone so I had been literally having like when I was running a lot and like, it was like literally biting into me. And so that was something that was like a medical thing that I had never heard of in my life. But they I'm removed like, them, right? Oh was yeah, it, they removed it. And what made them like, was it because they'd grown so big that they're like, these have to come out? It had to it come out pain? no matter what, but it was like, every time I had my period, it hurt like shit. But it was like, when I didn't have it, if I was doing extraneous, like walking, running, mm -hmm other activities, like being physical. physical things in the nether region. Yeah. Um, it would just bleed like a motherfucker. And I was just like, I feel like there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And so they took it out and it was kind of bizarre. Cause like they had it, like, there was like, you showed it me, doesn't look like yeah. normal teeth. It's like bone like teeth. They're not like canine. It's like, it's the same consist or yeah. the same materials that would make up your teeth, yeah. but not necessarily in the form of a tooth. Yeah. So that was like a thing where I was like, this is something I've never heard of in my life. I wouldn't have Googled like, hey, do I have teeth in my ovaries? Right. I don't know. Right. Like it was a very strange phenomenon. And I am grateful that someone picked it up because no one else, none of my other doctors ever looked at my ultrasounds and was like, right. hey, there's some fucking bone in there. Right. Like, and I think that's like the crazy um, thing because I think nowadays we feel like we're so medically and technology is so advanced that we should be able to figure anything out. Yeah. Like if something's wrong with you, someone should be able to figure something out. But the fact is like, we don't know everything there is to know about the human bodies. There's still so much for them to discover. So just because we have the technology doesn't mean we know 
yeah. every medical ailment that people have. Yeah. And like, that was probably the weirdest one. Like I've had like my clavicle separated, my foot shattered, like all these like things, but yeah, like, but, that, and, but like that yeah. was the thing where I was like, that's like some alien shit. Yeah. That's crazy to have something growing in your body that in a place where it's not supposed to be growing and yeah. then they take it out and you can actually physically see it. You're like, it. you must be, you're cute. I'll name you Jimmy. I'll, Did you keep it? No, they wouldn't oh, let me. They wouldn't let you. Would you have kept it if they let you keep it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Where would I put him? I don't know what a cyst, like, what did it look like? It looked like a chicken nugget, like a raw chicken nugget. Oh. With teeth. Just like meat with teeth in it. You saw the photo. Yeah, I did. It's like a little little guy. Oh. He's a little guy. (laughs) Cameron's like, I would have kept it. What do you put it in a jar? Oh, a deep fried it? Jimmy the third. And then fed it to you for creepy treats. I'm not that twisted. No. What about you? I haven't had anything like super out of the ordinary, like, I think most of my things that have, where I've ended up in the hospital, I've broken, I've never broken anything. I fractured an ankle, um, of like I've twisted an ankle. Um, but I think the most bizarre thing is I was probably maybe 15 years old and I got a, what I thought at first was a, like a zit, like when I was in high school, I would get cystic acne, which is like very intense, deep acne. That's almost like, it's like rocks where you yeah. can't pop the zit. It just takes weeks for your body to basically like break it down. Yeah. But I got one in my eye socket, like <gasps> literally right almost like by the corner of my eye. And I thought it was a zit. And I was like, this is a very unfortunate place to get yeah. this. Cause it's, it's, you gotta see there's no tissue there. It was blocking my vision and it was so intense that it was putting pressure on my eye and it was like a throbbing migraine that wouldn't go away. So, um, I ended up going to the hospital and they were like, okay, well, if it's um, like a pimple or a zit, it's basically building up pressure by your eye. So we have to release that pressure. Oh, so Dr. Pimple Popper. He got, a. I was like, maybe just pop it and it'd be easy. He gets a giant needle, like a hollow <gasps> needle. Cause he's thinking if I put the hollow needle and there's fluid, Suck the it fluid up. will come out of the, the hole. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and can you imagine like a, a needle, giant coming, needle at your eyeball. coming in your eye and it's going sideways so I can completely see it. And he goes in there and he's like, he could feel that it's hard, but he's thinking if I go low enough, maybe the fluid's underneath. So he like has this needle poking like right here across my eye and he's wiggling it around. Um, he did give me a shot to numb it. Cause he's like, I don't, you're obviously in pain. I want you to like not feel pain. Yeah. Um, and he's like wiggling it around trying to like, I guess release the pocket if there's any sort of pocket. And then he's like, I don't think this is like, a pimple. I think that this might be some sort of bite. And then he's like kind of looking around and I don't know if he was able to see, like it was so swollen. I had a black eye. My eye was swollen shut. It was awful. And so he's poking around, nothing's coming out. And he's like, I think you got bit by something. I think it was a spider bite. And he can see like, as he's looking at it, he can see like the two little holes where it would have bit me. And so I got bit by a spider and come to know now that anything that bites me, a mosquito, I get stung by a bee. Obviously I'm a beekeeper. It happens. Um, I basically turn into like the marshmallow man. I just yeah. swell up <laughs> crazy. So whatever it was bit me in my sleep, I got so swollen and there was nothing. He was like, basically the only thing I can do is give you a Benadryl shot and hope that that brings the swelling down and I can give you an antibiotic. And I was like, whatever you need to do, make this better. Yeah. So he gives me the Benadryl shot, which makes me immediately sleepy. And for the pain, they put me on a morphine drip. <gasps> and I don't know if anyone like 15, out there, right? Yeah. I don't know if anyone out there, if you've had a morphine, I was like, my dad was with me. 
I started singing. I was like, Dad, I feel amazing. I I've love never, you. I'm I'm also that person. I actually can't take pain medication. It like, was, I will. It was fantastic, but also I was like, wow, I love this. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, so they put me on a morphine drip. They give me the Benadryl. And then he gives me an antibiotic and the antibiotic is Cipero. I don't know if it's still a common antibiotic. And then I have an allergic reaction to the antibiotic. So both of my eyes shut. swollen shut, Ooh. rash all over my face. It was like, I literally looked like a mutant. It was awful. And I was like, I came You're in like here for you. like a Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. I was like, I came in here for you to fix me and you really fucked me up. So I had to go back and they're like, oh, it looks like you had a reaction to the antibiotic. Here's another one, which luckily worked. And it took like a week and the swelling went down. Um, and I still had like, uh, for quite a few years, I had like um, almost like a rock feeling. Ooh. Like, And I think it was just scar tissue from a whatever. spider. It was gnarly. And I had like a giant bump in my eye and it was terrible. And although a fun experience to laugh about now and I can be like, oh wow, that was really funny and hilarious. And I have a funny story to tell. It was awful. So I can only imagine- I feel like there's a phobia with me too with eyes because eyes are so delicate. And I'm always like, even when I'm like in a forest and I'm like branches, fuck. Like, yeah. I, Cause like everyone's always like, there's the consistency of a grape. And I'm like, fuck. Super tender, super fragile. Yes, yeah. And you're like, I need those to, to live and yeah. I, anything around it. Like even when I, like this morning, cause I, you know how there's chronic dry eye? Mm -hmm. I think I have chronic wet eye. So you do, you're always crying. I'm always, no, but like, you're happy it, you this cry. Is, you laugh, this you is cry. The thing. I am always crying for other reasons, <laughs> but like I have this thing where like sometimes when it's cold out, like I will walk to Starbucks in the morning on weekends. Get, like, tears? Yeah, yeah, tears. And like my barista, bless her heart, she's always like, Ashley, what are you going through right now? And I'm like, bitch, I just walked here. I'm like, happy. It's just air. I'm happy. But no, like it happened this morning where like I was shooting at a mall at like 8.30 in the morning and like I got there and I'm like, I had apologies. I'm like, I'm sorry my left eye is crying. I'm really happy. But like, <laughs> but I, I just look, look like I'm sad as shit. So I get it. Um, it's usually when I wear fake eyelashes and I think it's the eyelash glue. If I ever wear fake eyelashes, I'm constantly like the corners of my eyes are red because it's just dripping. I just always um, crying, I guess. But I don't, that's why I don't I literally just yawned and now they're going to tear up. Did you just hear me try to yeah. say I don't wear fake eyelashes? I blame the crack and rub. So I don't think I've had, so the spider bite was probably the worst thing. Um, oh, my lip filler story. Yeah. So... I would say that I'm not necessarily afraid of needles. I don't really care for them, but I'm not like afraid of them. Um, but the very, maybe it was the first, it was probably the second time I got lip filler because the first time I didn't look because I was afraid it was going to like gross me out. So I'm sitting in the chair and there's a mirror in front of me. And then the doctor gave me a mirror, like a, a handheld mirror so I could hold. And yeah. he's like, I want you to watch so you can see where you want more, where you like it. And so as he's like injecting the filler into your lips, he has to like massage it, but he gave me, they call it nerve block. It's what you get when you go to the yeah. dentist. Yeah. So they inject your gums, which is terribly painful um, with like a numbing fluid. So you can't feel anything. So your lips, he's like, smile. And I'm like, like <sighs> nothing, nothing works. Maybe. So as he's injecting my lips, he's like pulling on them and massaging them. And I start to get super queasy. And I'm like, why? why am I so grossed out by like, like, and I had to put the mirror down because the fact of watching someone 
get a shot or get blood drawn. It's it, nauseating. It's fine, but it's fine to watch someone else. But, but yourself, when they're doing it to me, yeah. And I think it was the fact that I couldn't feel it that made me super uncomfortable. I feel like if I could have felt it, it would be fine, but I'm seeing him do something to me and I can't feel it. And no. it grossed me out. I had to put it down. I was like, how I long like ago was that? It was a couple of years ago. Fuck. Yeah. And ever since I've gotten, like, if I ever get it redone, I just don't look I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to feel it. Um, and now they don't, the last couple of times they haven't done the nerve block. So I can feel more of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, it's painful, but I'm like, I'm not like, I, I had a misfortunate lip injection procedure, which tell me more, which was like, I went and it was like a birthday gift and, uh, essentially, did you want, did you like agree to this? I gift was like, or you know like, what? Cause oh, like, I was like, I just want a little bit of more upper lip, like, not a lot, just a plumpage. Yeah. And so I go and like the guy was just like, yeah, like you have no upper lip. And I was like. <sighs> Thanks. Like, screw you, dude. Screw you. That's why I'm He's here. He's like, we're going to have to need two syringes. And I was like, no. We're going to have to I am we're a broke bitch. Need- I will do one. And so I get the one syringe and I wake up the next morning. And like when he does it, it's not bad. Like it didn't look bad. I was fine. I remember. But it looked really good. The next morning... I looked crazy. Yes, as and you do. I, he was like, you're going to feel like you're going to have little balls in your lips. And I was like, well, I don't want that. I deal with enough little balls. I don't want more in my life. And uh, especially in your lip. No, <laughs> no. So I went, but he was also, it was something that I found really ironic. He was like, you got to drink a lot of water to keep these lips. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, with your you know one what? tiny bottle of emergency earthquake water. I woke up and I was like, I don't want these lips. So <laughs> I, no water. I kept to my regimen. I just didn't drink any water yeah. for the next two months. Did your and, lip balls uh, shrivel up? They shriveled <laughs> up and no one ever knew. Well, like the first two weeks people were like, <laughs> but then they, they went away. Yeah. And I moral of the story, if you have a fuck up in your lips, just don't, just don't, don't hydrate. <laughs> just shrivel up and die. It was a judgment error. But like now I'm just like, you know, that's what lip liner's for. You just overdraw them lips and you have no That's what no I did pain. for this. You have no little balls in your lips. We don't like little balls in our lips. And no man telling you that you have a small upper yeah. lip. You just live your life. No, just live my life. I feel like that's way better. And it's way less painful. My Doritos don't actually judge me when I put them in my mouth. <laughs> whether I have a big fat lip or a little bitch ass one. Um. So I looked up. On our, my notes are very far, but I'm going to keep them over here. I looked up on our list of um, medical things, the most bizarre medical horror stories and found, these are kind of the things you hear on the news of like, man went in for an amputation of left leg and they amputated the right leg, just crazy things. Or his whole body. (laughs) Or or they cut off all his limbs. Um, So on this list. uh, Oh, that's a photo. That's a it's just a just, photo of a man's mouth, but he has oh, a beard, so it looks very like qu- a, yeah. It doesn't look like a mouth from here. It looks like from it could here, be, even with my glasses, it looks like a low, impeccably disgusting. Yes, it's because he's got a beard and it's got it's okay. We'll continue. Oh. Um, so a root canal ruins a man's memory. So I what? don't know how this happened. So this list, these are one of those lists that like, it sounds really intriguing. And then when you read how it happened, doesn't really tell you. So you're left to kind of question what happened. Um, but he went in for like a routine root canal or 
I guess root canals aren't really routine, but he had a bad tooth, so they were taking it out. Um, and he woke up and he couldn't remember anything. I'm just like, oh shit. I already don't like the dentist. I've never had a root canal. I don't want to. I have so much to remember. <laughs> You're like, I have a very intense schedule. I have I a lot to live for. I can't remember everything, but I need to remember some things. So this one is not on this list, but it takes us back to kind of medical horror related uh, films. And there's a part in Final Destination. I don't know if it was like one, five or seven. There's so many Final Destination movies, but it's the one where the girl gets LASIK eye surgery. Yeah. Remember and that's, that one? I'm afraid of LASIK. So I actually got LASIK four years ago. And when I went in for my consultation, maybe it was a little, it was about four years ago. I went in for my consultation like my questions for the doctor were basically just revolving around <laughs> Final Destination. I was like, so if there's an earthquake and you lose uh, track of the laser and it magically like goes around, like, am I going to be able to see? Are my eyeballs going to be lasered out of my head? And he's like, just like, God bless his soul. Like he listened to me the entire time, but um, apparently LASIK laser surgery now has like tracking. So there's like a tracking device. So even so if you were to like earthquake, blink, yeah. move your head, if you there's any sort of motion that it detects, the laser shuts off. Um, and my LASIK went perfect. Like I see amazing. I don't, which is why I'm wearing glasses. Right. So before I couldn't see this far in front of my face. Like if you were sitting right there, I would only know because I, of your voice. You've never seen me with glasses. I've never, until today. I cannot see anything beyond six feet away. Well, you like, really, and you know what the problem is, is if you have that and you don't wear glasses, too clear you're making for me. It, <laughs> you're like, now I, I see like the world and I hate it. I don't like seeing all this fucking detail. I like seeing things like I see my camera, like everything I need is right here and like everything else is out of focus. If you don't need to focus Unless on Unless I'm driving matter. because that's pertinent to, right. for me you to see. You need vision. Yeah. But so, um, that movie kind of ruined the whole like LASIK procedure. And I was like, for honestly, I would say a couple years, I was, a f I was so afraid I didn't want to do it because I was afraid I would go blind. Yeah. But fun fact, if you're considering LASIK, it's a great procedure. And technically no one has gone blind from the LASIK procedure. So, Just from general tomfoolery they have. Right. Like yeah. finger in the eye, whatever. Yeah. Um, other fun fact, I actually, with my nails that everyone's like, Hey, have you ever poked yourself in the eye? Never until like six months ago. And I, I actually think you told me that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was doing in the garage I can't remember, but somehow I had my finger and I poked my, like jabbed myself in the eye. And at first I didn't want to like say anything cause I was embarrassed. And I was like, I literally just poked myself in the eye. And then as the day went on, my vision started getting really cloudy and I was freaking out. I was like, I spent a lot of money on LASIK. I should make sure. And I had camera and I was like, Hey, can you look in my eye? So he gets a flashlight and he shines it like this way. And there was a giant dent. <laughs> in my eye. I went to the eye doctor and she's like, yeah, there's like a giant dent going from underneath all the way into the upper part of your eye. So I had to get like steroid antibiotics and it was fine. Like my vision was fine. It went back to normal, but nails. Nubs. Nubs, <laughs> That's why, Nubs. see, you're making the right life choice. I'm a crafter. Like I need to use my hands. I'm literally Photoshopping faces all the time. Well, so to I be fair, to... I've had nails like this for like a decade and that's the first time I've done it. So one time in 10 years is like, no. that's a good track record. Okay. Okay. Continue on my list. Yeah. Um, this one is probably the one that I would say, and you kind of had a story similar to this, but it says a debilitating adult words, 
a debilitating abdominal mass turns out to be a surgical towel. So this man um, had some sort of surgery and then was having like a crazy pain in his abdomen um, and finally goes back to the hospital. And eventually after doing x-rays, they see something, they have to cut him open and there was a towel. They left a towel a in his towel? stomach. Not like a, a hand wipe, but a full on towel. Full on. I mean, I don't know how big a surgical towel is, but I'm assuming I'm it's assuming like, it's bigger than a face wipe. Well, and you think of like, if you or I were to have something left we in would us, see it. you would see it. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, that I can I mean, feel I've that. I mean, I've got a food baby most of the time, but like I can see but like a towel baby. baby digest. You'd be like, that's not normal. That's like baby Yoda coming out of you. Like but what the a fuck? towel? No. Weren't you telling, you were saying something yeah, about Yeah, I had a, a friend who had like a surgical oh, tool. Know. Yeah, someone I know, she's a makeup artist and she had a surgical tool left in her. And so they had to like, get it out and like, like you, have you you've seen tools like on the hospital shows they're like holding your hand i think like, this one was a little bit smaller but it was still like enough where like they left it in and and like it's just i am dumbfounded as to how a team of medical people could leave a object in a body before sewing it back up there but should then, be like but a then checklist. they'd have to go back in and get they have it to out take it out yeah and like what if I mean, and hopefully they don't have to pay for that. Like, yeah, people. I would be like, that's your error. Yeah. That was a, a hospital error. I'm not covering you cutting me back open to take out the scalpel. Like a fucking towel though. Like yeah. that just absorbs all that shit and probably just get moldy and like. That's nasty. Gross. Uh, um, so the next one is a man is awakened by his own autopsy. So this man was what? in a car accident, assumed to be dead. They call his wife. They basically say, Sorry, ma'am, your husband is dead. Um, and he is in the coroner's office, medical yeah. office thing. Yeah. And they're performing the autopsy. And for some reason, I don't know why they would have cut his face open, but they cut his face open and he starts to bleed, which if you're dead, your, you, your heart yeah. isn't pumping. The blood would, I mean, just kind of sit and pool. It wouldn't yep. necessarily like come out. So once they realized that happened, they sewed him back up. And he said he was awakened to um, a very intense pain. So he was alive. What the but it's frig? Like, do you, see a lot of these things that I see, I'm also like, where did this happen? Did that person get their medical license? Like, did they pass with like a C minus or like an A plus? Well, like, because well, if someone's in the uh, coroner's office, they wouldn't have a pulse. And they're probably in a room with a lot of bodies and it's cold and like- Or he had like a very low heartbeat yeah. or some heart rate where That's like- a very rare occurrence. Yeah. But could you imagine like being the coroner and thinking someone's like dead I, and then I they're like, I would not be happy. Oopsies. Um, oh, this one's my favorite. <gasps> and by the photo, you could probably tell. <laughs> um, you guys don't get to see the photo. It's just for Ashley. Oh my God. Um, it's so. This one, a woman is getting a cervical surgery. So they are down in her nether, reason, nether regions and uh, <laughs> using a laser. And while, as this they is, do. As, while this is happening, she um, has a little gas and she lets one rip. And uh, Is she under? She's um, out. Yeah, she's like under under anesthesia. Nothing stops anesthesia. gas. Anesthesia. Anesthesia. And as we all know that um, your farts are flammable. So when you add fire and oh, farts, shit. she caused a little bitty explosion in uh, the surgical room. And luckily it was like, <laughs> it doesn't say anyone was hurt. And I don't know that they would have, like, that you would want to have been the person that yeah. got 
like eyebrow hair singed by the lady's fart in the room. But I thought that one was It'd pretty be funny. iconic. Um, I think that's it for my list. Of, that was kind of insane, though. I I honestly like we've heard so many stories of people having things inside them or things left inside them. And yeah. to me, I'm like, don't ever go At back this to the hospital. I think it's better than like in the, you know, 1900s where they were drilling holes in your head being like, you right. have a headache. Let's drain your brain. Like, I guess towel in the abdomen is a yeah. lot less severe. Than- I mean, it sucks, but like, like we've said before, like there's so many things even in present day, like we can talk about amputations and like weird medical procedures from the 1800s, but like we have fucking idiots getting Brazilian butt lifts, dying. Yeah. Butts. Injecting so, random yeah. things so into them. So it's like we've just elevated to a different medical standard. Yeah. And we're, we can cope with it because we have more technology, but it's just like now we're getting too comfortable. But. Yeah. And I think that with um, advances in like medical tech that people... I guess people go go a little crazy and that's kind of another thing. And I know we talked about this in a previous episode where we're talking about like weird beauty things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the capability of doing things like now they can essentially reconstruct your whole face with filler and it's like um, non-surgical like facelifts, Mm -hmm. um, which I find fascinating. And I'm, I'm get sucked into those Instagram videos where you see like before and afters and you would have sworn that person had a chin implant or that person had like a cheek lift or whatever. And it's all just done by injectables. Um, So I would say like the technology and the things that we're able to do, my only concern is what, what happens in a couple decades. We're injecting things into our body like Botox and I get Botox. Botox is botulism. You're essentially injecting something into your face that, um, paralyzes your muscles yeah and as you can see my forehead moves a lot so my botox has gone away um but i got bangs because i haven't gotten <laughs> botox in a bangs, year bangs are, i feel like are the better method but i have a cowlick so if i get bangs they just like go like that so yeah. it doesn't work for me um but what is like the long lasting effect because right now no one's gonna tell you it's bad kind of like what i said about vaping like they yeah. were just finding out now that it's like oh now it sucks like, yeah everyone's like oh it's better like for you what than if smoking. it affects your bloodstream and yeah. like your muscular like strength in your whole body it's a chemical in introduced into the body that is a foreign object um just like implants of like the butt lift or whatever yeah. you're putting something in your body that's not supposed to be put in there yeah um so right now it seems like oh, this is totally fine. You know, it's the instant gratification. Um, but are we going to look back on this in 10 years and 15 years and find out that this is causing cancer? Yeah. To be determined. Maybe be, all of our yeah, TBD, will just freeze. TBD. Um, so do we have any more medical, weird medical things that you would like to share? I mean, I could go for days, but like... But is it time to move on to my well, favorite part of the show? I don't want to do this, though. You do, though. You you totally do. No. So it is time for Ashley's favorite part of the show, Creepy Treats. Um, but you're going to enta- entertain the folks while I go get our smorgasbord. Is it in the fridge? No, it's just on the floor, but it's oh my I God. To, it's heavy, so I got to go pick it up. Okay, guys. I don't know what I'm going to fucking entertain you with, but I'm going to entertain you with my face if you're watching via Spotify. Or no, via YouTube. If you're on Spotify, then you should probably watch on YouTube because our faces are glorious and they deserve a look or two, maybe. But we were hots today that we, oh my God, what the fuck is this? 
No. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Interruption. This this infomercial just got really dark. I'm going to put it. I don't feel like I trust you anymore. It's, it's. So this is Christmas. <laughs> Think about how great of a person I am. You're a great person. Okay, I'm going to actually put my microphone on. So what do you what do you always call it? It's a fancy name. Amos Bush? Amos Bush. These look like Amos trash. What is what does that mean again? It's a it's a small palette uh cleanser. Oh, this is not that. This is like more of like oh, a charcuterie. Fuck. So charcuterie. Wait, cheese? Is it break brie? Um no. <laughs> It is my, well, I was like, oh, I'm going to show off my sweet. I already sweet. ate dinner. Listen, I'm going to show off my sweet Ouija board, like cutting board, which I didn't really think it through. And then I put a bunch of shit on it. So now you can't really see that it's a Ouija board cutting board. Like um, it's also holding my microphone. So this really is. I don't like this. This is going back to our uh, creepy treat smorgasbord charcuterie magic picking game. <laughs> I had a better name for it earlier, and that's just what came out. So you get to pick and choose. And I honestly, to be fair, I don't remember um, what is in eat, them. I'm not going to eat them. But but it's the people watch the show for you to put not things they're in your Spotify. Mouth. No, they, they listen, don't. They listen I would to say, the sounds no, for the ASMR. I would say 98% of the people on here listened for our darling personalities. And I'll have to fucking put it in my well, mouth. That's 98% listen for our darling personalities, but then that leaves 2% that solely listen like this. for us to eat the creepy Did treats. you make these or buy these? Um, uh, Both. That was not very convincing. Both. So you get like to decide, this. and there's just a bunch of, I would, I'm would. i going to lift it up for you guys to see. I don't like this game. I thought I don't we weren't gonna. See. I thought we weren't gonna do this. Anymore. Well, no one agreed or disagreed to anything. So this is just a bunch of um, different things with aluminum foil on them to hide them. And Ashley gets. To, I mean, I'll eat them too. I don't want to eat any of them. But some. I don't want any what more balls in my lips. Balls you can put it's, in your lips. It's almost 2020. I can't do a lot of balls no right now. No more balls in the lips. Um, so you get to decide. And to be fair, quite fair, they, they're they cute little Halloween bowls. So they look real yeah, cute. Yeah, well, that's ideal. Look at the candy corns. Look at how cute how that is. Um, and then you get to pick and then you get to try magical things. I don't want to try. I have diarrhea. <laughs> well, that's a personal problem. And once you uncover it, you have to try it. That's the role no. of the game. You can't. I'll try it with you. Can Ready? I? Is there any life alerts or life? What is that? Lifelines? <laughs> life alerts like the thing you can fall down the stairs. <laughs> and you hit the button. No, there's like a lifeline where you like, can be like, oh wait, friend? yeah, you can be like, oh wait, I want to switch. Like there's um, one switch, and then there's one. F- okay, so we're gonna make the fuck rolls. a friend or whatever. So, <laughs> this game is getting real weird. <laughs> um, so we can do like a lifeline where. If you say, okay, I picked that one, but I don't want it. I'm going to try another one. Yeah. But then if it's another bad thing, then you have to eat both. Fine. Okay. Okay. Just go into the, the one you initially picked. Oh, it's gooey oh, bells. shit. That's just round one. So this is a three round game. So wait, do you get to pick one next? Um. Yeah, you do. Because you. this isn't fair that I just try all these things. But... <laughs> I mean, I don't. The thing is, I don't have a problem with eating. You guys oh, know these I'll are eat good. anything. They're they're like organic gummy bears from Sprouts. Cameron made new rolls. Bear at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so loud. Um, well, so now you know what these are. So these can be like your chaser. 
gummy bears. She can chase it with the next I'm thing. I'm not eating all of these, and I'll say that right now. I'll eat... I'm going to... I'll eat four out of six. Okay. You're cheating. This one. <gasps> no, uh, yeah, I don't want that. No, it. I don't okay, want it. So, so That's my life one, alert. This is the Chapolinus. This, this is your life <laughs> alert. So this is the grasshoppers. But remember, if you pick another bad thing, then you have to eat both. Well, you don't have to... I can, yeah, I make I can rules call here. I have, I have the charcuterie. That's a fancy word meaning I have a board with things on it and I make the rules. I want cheese. How many are good and how many are bad? Um, It depends on what you consider good and bad because... If it were me, I would say they're all good. Yeah, I'll eat a grasshopper. These are adobo grasshoppers. If I pick something up mm, and I don't mm. like it, can I opt to eat that instead? You have to eat both. If it's bad, you have to eat both. No, I don't like this game. These are actually really good. I like chili lime. I like that that she said she, if they're both bad, she could choose which one of the bad. Okay. Next. That's a fruitcake. <laughs> See, when you said, are they good or bad? Like, to me, I like, and you can't just eat the nut off of it. That's what she said. It's, it was a pecan. Well, but how am I supposed she's to just eat? eating? She just likes the nuts and little balls in her lips. No, I'll eat the whole thing. That's a really good fruitcake, actually. Oh, so no grasshoppers? No, I don't like this oh, one. Yeah, no, oh, mm. if you get another bad one, then you get to pick. Well, there's going to be one bad one I have to eat. I'm trying to remember what I put in there. Okay, I remember now. So you have four more options. How many more does she have to pick, Cameron? No, oh. no, two more. That's it. I would say, and then you have to eat the last remaining two. Okay. Bitch. I mean, <laughs> bitch. Oh, that's no. <laughs> oh, that's just foil. <laughs> wait, no. Oh, wait, so, so there's only more. three so left. One more. And no, then you, you have to, no, and then you have to do the last two. You have to. I like how you just change the rules. And I can switch it. Okay. <laughs> it, they all make the same sound. Mother effer. She has to eat those with the cricket. No. Can I put a cricket in between no. the Vienna finger? No, because I picked the right one. This is her favorite. I was like, I really need to be more crafty about it. Do you about, know that song by John what? Mayer, Your Body's a Wonderland? Mine's like, Your Body's a Trash Can, and I can smell... The shit. And all it is mm. is Vienna fingers. Next time, I'm going to, I'm not going to reveal my secret. I have a ploy mm. to trick you. Okay. I know. I should have, I should have wrapped the crickets in Vienna finger shaped mm. oils. Okay. So it's your turn. Okay. Well, I, I don't have a problem with anything. This is um, garlic salt crickets, which I would say out of all the crickets I've purchased are my favorite. Um, and then uh, this little nugget right here. What I actually don't fuck? know what this is. It's a bug in a chocolate. And I want to say that's like a grasshopper, right? It looks I like a grasshopper good. size. Because the crickets are pretty small. I did real good. I'm going to keep this guy. Mm. It's like the... That was... I don't know what that was. That was some sort of bug in chocolate. But it was like the cheap like CVS chocolate. Not very good chocolate. And you're just eating Vienna fingers, so. You thought you would fool me? I did. I'm not very good at this game. The first thing you picked was the, out of all the things, she picked the gummy bears, the fruitcake, 
grasshoppers and then opted out of grasshoppers and then got cookies. So, mm. really, am that, I a that legend? I mean, you are. And then that's like when we played the um, what's the stupid bean game? Oh yeah. Every time we pay, play the jelly bean, and I always get the good ones. You always get the good ones, and I always get the shit ones, like literal vomit, dirty socks. Chalk it up to magic, bitch. Yeah. Whatever, I need some of that magic. Mm. I'm to my hat. It's your newspaper boy hat. Yeah, I'm tell- just speaking the news. The truth. You're, you have cookie on your face. What else? Get right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, fiends. So thanks for joining us for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley. And you can watch all of our videos on our website at letsgetspooky.com. You can also download us on iTunes and you can listen on Spotify. So until next time, don't forget to stay spooky. spooky.